Welcome to episode number 37, Keep It Moving. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I am here with the full crew. What up, what up? You? We got Goose, yeah. Heck, Manny, yeah. and Gabe. And today we have a special guest, DJ Quentin Floyd. Yeah. What's up, world? All right. What's up, crew? What's up, Jimmy? Thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is a good this is gonna be a good one, man. Uh, episode number 37. Keep it moving. In this episode, we have special guest, father, and DJ Quentin Floyd. We discuss his business endeavors, the definition of success, tips for people operating or interested in small business, entrepreneur fathers, and the advice for the go-getter. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Yoko Ono and Zig Ziglar. All right, just to square things off, I want to give a definition from dictionary.com. And uh, very appropriately, again, uh, we define the word disc jockey or the term. Uh, and they define it as a person who selects, plays, and announces records at a discotheque. So, uh, <laughs> hey, wow. that's just you know, about correct. <laughs> you know, sometimes these definitions, I say this, but it's sometimes they're so cheesy. Yeah. Like, yeah. especially for words that you pretty much, you know, you kind of get it and you could kind of, you know, mold it into, you know, whatever words you want. And then they use words like discotheque. Yeah. What year are we in? Is this the definition from the seventies? This is the definition from the seventies too, by the way. So <laughs> hasn't been over. Ha- yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so since we have Quentin Floyd with us, uh, you know how we always kick it off with a story, but um, we're going to switch things up again because we are now on the move to molding and transforming this podcast into bigger and better things. Now that we have guests, we have the ability, thanks to Gabe uh, for hooking this up, and uh, thank you to Skype, a bunch of free plugs there, and uh, now we have the ability to do this on a regular basis, and one of the first people that popped to mind for me uh, was a good friend, Quentin Floyd. Uh, we did some business back in the day, uh, mid two thousands, and uh, we we've kind of stayed connected ever since. Uh, geographically, never near each other, but uh, I guess on the same level when it came to mentality and stuff like that. And the internet brings people together very, yes. yeah, very easily nowadays. So, um, yeah, with that being said. He was one of the first people in my mind once we got the guest thing. I know this is episode number 37, but this is only like our fourth guest. So uh, yeah. <clears throat> the other ones were, we. I didn't want to waste anyone's time. So I, I want to get a few, uh, you know, under our belt before we had, you know, we had a professional singer last week. This way we have a professional DJ. Wow. Although my brother is a professional uh, barber, but when it comes to uh, recording stuff, we wanted to get that stuff, you know, locked and loaded before we had, uh, you know, a very special guest to us, uh, DJ Quentin Floyd. So Quentin, won't you tell us a little bit about who you are, uh, how you got started in the uh, DJ business, and and where you okay. are today? Well, uh, I am Quentin Floyd. 
that's my birthright name. And then I'm a DJ now, uh, but definitely was not born a DJ. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people don't know this. I'm a country boy, man, originally from Mississippi. Whoa. Mississippi. Then wow. I, um, yeah, man, super country. And I always had a passion for music. So I was the, uh, the band geek, trumpet, drums, nice. keys, the whole nine yards. And then I always watched DJs. Like, I don't know, that's pretty cool. And then when I was like, oh gosh, man, 15, my mom took me to see uh, from Philly, Will Smith and the, Will Smith and DJ Jazzy Jeff. Nice. Wow. When I saw yes. when I saw Jeff, it, that was it. I was like, oh my god, I want to do that. <laughs> but uh, I saw I was absolutely horrible. I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, um, what happened next, man? Um, oh, dude, I was dating this girl in church. I was dating this church girl. And then this, this minister comes in. And he's like, hey, man, I'm opening a radio station. I need a DJ. And I was like, oh, I know how to DJ. <laughs> I didn't know how to DJ. <laughs> so this guy, he comes to my hometown, buys a radio station. I go to meet him. He's like, what? You don't know how to DJ? Uh, he locks me in the radio station for eight hours. He said, when I come back, you better know what you're doing. And that was it. What? Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Is that a true story? Crazy. Very true. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> yeah. I, I started sworn. out in gospel radio. Gospel nice. radio. Wow, because I could have sworn you really were born a DJ. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. I that's wish. interesting. Uh, so, so how long has it been now since you, you know, since you uh, started? Well, uh, I'm a bit older than you guys. I mean, I turned 40 uh, this year, uh, but I started DJing when I was 17 at that radio station, oh, and I've nice. never stopped. Even when I was in the military doing all that presidential stuff, I was still DJing. Nice. That's interesting. That's cool. How do, yeah. you, how do you do that in the military, DJing? I mean, do they throw parties going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like, um, we weren't doing the uh, the military stuff. I was always out in the D.C. trying to get myself a residency. Uh, so, okay. you know, you got to get on the grind and keep it moving yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. uh whenever they had a military function my boys knew i dj so I, I did a lot of free dj in the military let that be known. <laughs> <laughs> well that's good for experience though right yeah. i mean in larger crowds yeah. i mean what was the biggest crowd you ever performed in front of and do you call it a performance oh gosh man yeah i call it a performance uh five thousand five thousand wow. people whoa wow. five thousand people yeah. holy big. smokes yeah. that's uh, a lot I of did, people uh, what was it? I rocked out for a couple. I rocked out for a couple of people. Uh, the first, I rocked out for the Obama girls. That was pretty oh, cool. Nice. Wow. I rocked out for uh, Nicki Minaj. Nice, nice. Uh, Jay Z. Uh, Jay Z. Um, that was. I never even saw Jay. Man, it was just kind of like we did this event. He released some stuff. He had DJs all over the nation. And then uh, that's kind. That's kind of how like I got my buzz. I came in number two in the nation that year in sales when he launched his gold fragrance. Wow! Nice. My little spot in DC was rocking, you know. So and then after that, everybody started emailing and calling and texting. I was like, oh, thank you, God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. seriously. Yeah. So was it? What was it like a contest or something like that that you entered, or had they? No, nah, it was it was strictly business. He he launched that new fragrance, gold. Uh, this was, like, I guess, six years ago. Yeah. And then uh, each city, he did New York, D.C., Atlanta, L.A. Everybody did a release at Macy's. And I had a contract with Macy's at the time. So because of my contract, I automatically got that date. Oh, and wow. then, That's uh, awesome. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, and then I, I said, what, Jay-Z? So, of course, one of my favorite artists. So I went extra hard. And then uh, we did good in sales. Like We sold, I want to say, $60,000 worth of fragrances in one day. Wow. 
Wow. That's awesome. But that's that's, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. yeah that is crazy. I mean, that's I see crazy. I see now 60 grand. Did they even have that much perfume uh, fragrances? Holy smokes. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's- crazy we yeah. we me and my wife it's uh tis the season so we've been in and out of the mall and stuff like that but uh every time Last we go time. into macy's um it's funny <laughs> yeah my my <laughs> wife's new, uh favorite store it's hysterical is boscov's which i like i i, I there's nothing wrong oh, with yeah. boscov's but boscov's just reminds me of like an older like my grandma like yeah, just shopping yeah. at boscov's that's what that's like childhood memory of mine <laughs> wow so i just think of that but um that's funny so yeah, Macy's always has a DJ, and actually, one of our friends uh, is a DJ, and and he has the same thing. He has that contract, but um, I I thought I always thought it was fascinating that Macy's went above and beyond and has like a live person there, you know, spinning yes. records and yeah. and actually kind of like just it put us in the mood. It, it raised our energy level when we were shopping because yeah. we were kind of just like down and tired and it was like, oh man, we've been you know shopping until we drop, and literally Macy's were about Ooh. to drop, and then we. <laughs> walked in there's just upbeat <laughs> music and we're like yeah this is awesome this is great yeah. we're just hanging yeah. out yeah 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 i loved it man i absolutely loved it so did you how long did you do that i did macy's for three years um but every every year you have to you know renew your contract um so then that's where like our background came together with the business part i think i was really strong at negotiating and uh, making sure i got what i wanted they got yeah. what they wanted and then you know, when it comes to results, I never asked about music or anything like that. I was like, well, like, what's your target sales goal? They'd be like, what? Like, what's your target sales goal? They'd be like, 10K. I said, we'll have it done by noon. Wow. So stuff That's like awesome. stuff like that is what got me. It, it, I don't really think it was the DJ. I think it was like uh, the personality and the business mindset. That's what I really think it was. Yeah. So so did you make any connections while you were doing that, that, that gig at Macy's? I find it fascinating because I feel like... Uh, oh yeah, it's such you a can, different thing because people up, are there for shopping and. Other... But you can come across so many different types of people. Just yeah, there, yeah, absolutely. Yes, by. yes. Good point. Rotating crowds, man. I want to yeah. say, um, I did uh, Vince Camuto through Macy's, um, Rise Against Breast Cancer through Macy's, Harlux yeah. fragrances. Um, most of my celebrity events came from macy's you want to know where you want to know where the macy's contract came from jimmy lee and manny when we were in business together yeah at one of those conferences we did yeah i dj one night right okay mm. in dc right uh-huh. and one of the ladies in the lobby was like you should call this lady from macy's i think you'd be great and i was like yeah okay whatever i'm in the business and I, yeah whatever <laughs> so and then um but i hit her up and then she was 100 percent legit so it actually came from wow. the macy's contract came from our old business back in the day wow <laughs> so everything That's... happens for a reason right wow isn't that crazy that i just thought it? i just realized that talking to you <laughs> That's, crazy. That's awesome That's wow awesome. so wow so what um man i'm fast i'm still fascinated by this macy's thing because um, especially Macy's, it, it's kind of like the higher end uh, department. Out of all the department stores, it's like the higher end one, right? I would think so. Uh, I would yeah. say so, yeah, kind of, yeah. I mean, well, you're comparing it to the other ones, like, it is. Nordstrom and stuff like that. Well, there's Nordstrom's. Well, I said the higher end, yeah. not the highest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, whatever. We got Sears <laughs> and JCPenney's, and then, like, <laughs> I don't know where they go shopping, yeah, but yeah, apparently. You're I, not I, DJing Macy's anymore. I, I didn't know. I thought that was just, like, a local thing that we saw, like, my buddy DJing in Macy's. I thought that was just, like, a thing that he caught and was at the right yeah. time. Right Wait, but I didn't know it was, like, they did it everywhere. What? I don't understand. Macy's. What yeah. is it? You guys are talking, and you guys get it, but what is it? I have no idea what you're talking about. When you say DJ, like, like he's outside. Middle, he's outside of twos. He's outside playing music outside in front of the Macy's. Really? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like oh, wow. yeah. at Oxford yeah. Valley, the it's, big it's you know where you know where the Sunglass Hut is in Oxford Valley, like yeah. where the Macy's. So right out there, right outside of Sunglass yeah. Hut, inside the Macy's, he's DJ. That's where DJ R was. DJ right so there. So yeah. so I don't understand how you you drove business. What was your main motive there? Obviously to to keep people up, be happy. What you know you you yeah, talk it, about sales. How how were you intertwined with that? I don't get it. It's it's little like Manny. They'll literally give you a list. They'll be like, all right, we're going to release this new Beyonce fragrance on. Christmas Eve, we want to push these sales out. Like, all right, well, what can we do? They can hire anybody from a freaking magician to a DJ or to whatever. <laughs> right, right, right. They select DJ. So if it's Jay-Z, I just, I said, you know, and with Macy's, where your friend was set up by Sunglasses Hut? Yeah. yeah. You know, well, I think like you guys, I was like, well, no, man, put me in the rocker section. It was like, why would we put you in the rocker section? I'm like, uh, that's yeah. Jay-Z's line. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. And then, you know, if you're shopping in Rockerware, so you're going to buy a Jay-Z hoodie, you're going to go get the Jay-Z cologne. So yeah. whenever you come close, I did a Jay-Z mix like from, you know, Reasonable Doubt all the way up to the new stuff. Nice. You know what I'm saying? So it's the yeah. Jay-Z mix. Yeah. And then you come to like, oh, dude, you're, whenever you come up to ask for a DJ card, I, whatever. Here, man, go get the new fragrance. And then um, they give you so much um, allotted funds to give stuff away. So you can do your own contests and ravels. So I made people battle and dance and, you know. Yeah, that's, awesome. oh, that's cool. That's awesome. you make, oh, that's yeah, you awesome. make it fun, and then you know they get their sales. Um, you get paid beforehand, so you get paid beforehand. So the key is to get like that repeat. You know, like okay, yeah. well the next time you do a celebrity event, I want that one too. Yeah. Because sometimes it does fall outside of the contract, but if you get the sales numbers met, they always bring you back. Yeah, it's all about awesome. the numbers, you know. When you said you had people battling, I instantly thought of my cousin Manny here because he's a freestyle battler. Oh, so boy. I thought. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So I thought of that instantly once you oh, said, no. you, you know, you had people battle each other. It's hilarious. That's yeah. Um, so, all right. So going from, you know, going from different institutions location wise as to where you were a DJ, what, um, yeah. what, what is an actual, like a, like a misconception uh, of DJs that you, you kind of want to demolish right here and right now, if there is one. Um, I'm not sure because obviously a barrier would be, you know, kind of like Manny didn't know that they did DJing in, you know, like a, um, that kind of setting. That cool. People think we're cool. We're not cool. We're geek. We're geeks, yeah. man. <laughs> we got we got techie equipment. We got too much music. Too much. We got too much equipment. We know speakers. We, we we're geeks, man. We're all geeks. Yeah. And then so if you come up to a DJ, it's not like I'm like just chilling. I'm not chilling. I'm working. It's like yeah. hey, man, what's up? So you go like, everybody know you got the headphones on, right? So the guy comes up and you're mixing. You're like, one second. What's up, man? What do you need? And then the guy wants to have a conversation. Dude, I don't have time to talk. I got three minutes. I got three minutes. That's the biggest misconception. Like, you have time to talk. Like, you don't really have time to talk. That's yeah. funny. That's so I saw you yeah. post I saw you post something on Facebook where you said um, you know, you have all this time, you know, to to allotted to pick the kind of songs or music that you want. That not yeah. to leave it to the end of the night to the to ask yeah. the DJ, can you play a slow song so I can yeah. dance? Or can you yeah, can you play a slow song so I can have a dance with my wife or whatever? Yeah, you, you, yeah, Jimmy Lee. That comes from like, oh my god, I'm such a strong person when it comes to like doing stuff. So like, if I take my lady out to a re let's say let's say Jimmy Lee owns a restaurant, 
Right. And I come in the restaurant. When I come in the restaurant, the first thing I'm doing is looking for the owner. I'm like, hey, man, do you own this spot? It's a special night. I need a special drink, a special entree, and a special song for my lady. Yeah. yeah. All right, man, no problem. But, this, you know, what happens normally is you go to an event. There's a theme, so you have to stick to the theme. So you can't play what you want to play. So I do all clean, family-friendly, high-energy entertainment. So you can play it for your kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Right. And so it's pumped up. And if you want to hear something slow, I'll, I'll happily slow it down. Just come up and let me know at the beginning of the night, and I'll tell you specifically where I'm going to play that song at. So you can yeah. get your Mac on, bro. But yeah. now, <laughs> what happens is they'll, they'll, they'll look at me. But if you, if you know me, you know that, oh, this guy has a lot of energy. We're not going to have – it's not going to be like a chill New York lounge. Not, yeah, you know, yeah, not yeah, unless yeah. you want. And yeah. then they're upset. I'm like, hey, just ask, man. Of course we're added to the mix. But – that have this holiday season, dude. We've been. I, um, I, I'm contracted with a company now called uh, Astro Entertainment and another company called DJ NDD, and that's in DC. So if you're in the seven five seven, all my bookings come through a sales rep. So you, like you can't even talk to me to get me booked anymore. Yeah. And I tried to express that to people, but no one took caution to the wind. No, no one paid attention. So literally, man, I DJ fourteen hours a day. Wow, wow, that's awesome. It, it is insane. And, and what, people what, get mad at me. What is it yeah, that you're doing? You 14, 14 hours a day. Where are you DJing at? Like from ten thirty, from ten in the morning to twelve midnight. That's the schedule. So I do malls, cruise ships, weddings, schools, oh, corporates, man. hotels. Awesome. Everybody parties every day, believe it or yeah, not. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's crazy. I do the I do the beach, and it's like you know. Is there what a- I am what I am lacking is just staying in touch with like Jimmy Lee and Scott and my and my family, but hey, I'm living my dream, so yeah. It's is- just a lot of work, but it's it's cool at the same time though. Is there a busier season for this for DJing? I mean, I know right now it's like the holidays, you know, the Christmas season and stuff like that. Is it more busy that now than it is in the summer? Cha-ching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is cha-ching season. And yeah. after that, you get the wedding. The wedding started in June. Okay. And then, well, you know what? Now people get married a little bit earlier. But once wedding season starts, you start making money again. But from um, let's just go from Halloween all the way up until Valentine's Day. Yeah. If you're a DJ, you should be making money for nice. sure. Nice. Oh, wow. Yeah, man. So – my wife and I got married, right? We had a meeting with the DJ and mm-hmm. we explained specifically what we wanted. And my wife had zero desire to have a specific artist played. So she, she said, can you not play X, Y, and Z artist at all ever, no matter who requested it? It's not, never. She, she just disliked this artist. Yeah. So he goes, okay, cool. So we're like, all right, DJ, our DJ was phenomenal, did everything. But in when you said that when people gave requests or whatever, it made that popped up in my mind because I'm like, I wonder if this gotcha. actually happened now. If the bride and groom say don't, you know, we don't want X, Y, and Z being played, but then you come, let's just say multiple people come up to you in the middle of the event, like, oh, can you play this artist? Who they said no. Yeah. Obviously, you're gonna respect the wishes of whoever's paying you, but how, how do you handle that? Me personally. Yeah. Oh God, I'm super honest, man. I'm like, no. Can't do it. <laughs> it, 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 it doesn't go over well because I don't explain it. Like, I, I'm like, I'm just like, no, I can't do it. That way, I, you know, 
that way there's no chance in heck there's going to happen, bro. And then if, if they come back again, I was like, all right, well, you need to go talk to Jimmy and Kelly. And then <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know what? Um, I, I'd rather someone say that to me saying, no, they, they requested specific songs and we actually already have a schedule panned out. If someone said that and I'm like, all right, I actually respect that. Then we've gone and probably we're an annoying person that you described at one point and said (laughs) can you play x y and z and they say oh yeah sure no problem and it never gets played that's 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 more annoying and then we we dislike this we're like we ain't we'll never hire this guy yeah 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 but you know whenever anyone says a, a dj to a car salesman Hey man, can I get those fog lights on my Camry? Oh yeah, sure, no problem. He's lying to you. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah. Because oh yeah, sure, no problem. I bought yeah, a, um, a I bought a used car and and one of the seats came out came without a headrest. <laughs> and I was asking, I was like, can I get this headrest? I mean, it's I know it sounds weird, but it's it looks weird without <laughs> one of the headrests. He's like, it's a used car. You're buying and like as is. I'm like, can we work something? He's like, oh yeah yeah, we'll work something. If you buy it tonight, I'll I'll get you a headrest. And the same thing. It took me like four months to get this headrest because I was like. My wife wouldn't let yeah. it go. I'm like, I'm about to just go on eBay and buy it at this point. She's like, no, you're not buying it. Yeah, you're, you're better not off doing it. that. Oh, man. That was an interesting four months. But, yeah, that's funny that you said that. Oh, Yeah, geez. man. I got, I, got yeah. A question for, I got a question for you, Quentin. If you're DJing yep. 14 hours a day, and obviously it's a whole bunch of different kind of environments, demographics, do you have a game yeah. plan? Do you have a game plan going in, or is it just kind of like, are you feeling it out? Like, what's your kind of, how do you uh, operate? How do you start? How do you get a feel for it? Uh, dude, uh, I'm, a, I'm a prep guy, man. So most times, uh, let's say with the cruise ships, you never know until you get there. They give you 30 minutes. They're like, yeah, we got a deck. We got, uh, I got 50 people from Puerto Rico. I got 10 New Yorkers, people from D.C. I got a senior citizen group to the right, and I got some <laughs> six-year-olds in the back. And you got to be like, what? <laughs> so, wow. Uh, like most DJs, I have sets. I got a 60-year-old set. I got a Motown set. I got a 60 set. And then those sets, you dig in the crate, you pull it out. Uh, other than that, like if I, let's say if I did Jimmy and Kelly's wedding, um, let me show you really quick, man. Let me thumb through some stuff. Yeah, just pull out. So, I just write stuff down. When I look at the crowd, I, I'm doing. I'm just writing down songs and genres and whatever. Uh, and then by the time I get back to the booth with a Serato or virtual DJ, it's like you know, it's, it's so fast that you can really put a show together if you're good in like 30 minutes. So, I wish I had more time to prep, but like with the nature of the industry, it's just it's quick now. Back in the day. People would book you six months out, but now they'll call you Thursday for a party Saturday. You got to be like, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, but that's yeah, just yeah. how it goes for whatever reason. Well, I would assume, and you can talk, and you could probably speak to this better with with kind of the technology moving as quickly as it has. How has that changed? You know, you talk about you know having your records, let's just say, and now you have whatever instrument you use. I'm sure it's some sort of digital or tech, you know, computer yeah. you have. Uh, how has that changed your business? Uh, for me, I'm a lot faster because I used to do um, records and stuff back in the day, and I love it. And then um, uh, a couple of years ago, when I was in Italy, man, I, I uh, some type of way that the moving guys got my stuff, and I never got it, and I never had turntables since. So then I was a CDJ. You know, I did CDJs, and then I moved to controllers, and I I, I didn't give up. I didn't give myself a chance to like it, um, but then. Uh, a guy I, I really respect. Uh, Bit, me and Biz Marquis rocked out um, at an event. Wow. And uh, 
Biz had turntables and I had a controller. And Biz, I'm like, yo, can you give me like this one point, like one nugget to take away from me? He was like, get you another set and get you a crew. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you can make twice as much money. I'm like, you mean like turntables? He's like, nah, man, whatever you're good on. He said, it's a one and a two. Forget what everyone said. It's a one and a two. And if you're good at it, you're good at it. Because the crowd does not know what you're using. Yeah. I said, well, what do you mean by getting a, a crew? He was like, so I'm here with you. He said, I have another setup in Baltimore. My crew is setting that up. When I'm done here, I'm going to go to Baltimore and DJ. They're going to come back here and break this stuff down. He said, so while you're bringing your stuff down, I'm getting paid for my second show. I was like, oh, my God, that's so smart. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome, though. Yeah, man. And so with, with the controllers, um, you know, many is quick. I just unplugged the computer, took it under my arm, grabbed the computer on this arm, and I'm out wow. to the next show. Nice. Yeah. That, yeah, it's fast. That's, wow, I never even thought about that. That's cool, though, to have your own crew setting up your equipment for you. Yeah, and I, I just, never thought of it either, man. And you have no worries. Like, you know that your stuff's going to be there. And like you said, you just yeah. pull your laptop or whatever you're using. Is that all you use? Is just a laptop? Or do you use any, like, like those little circuit? I, I don't I, I'm horrible with what they're called. But, like, I know yeah. uh, my coworker uses, um, uh, he has, a, we have touchscreen laptops. And he has, like, these yeah. two turntables on the laptop. And it's touchscreen so he can, like, yeah. mix it up that way also. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's I, like use, virtual I use DJ. That's what it's called, man. virtual DJ. Yeah, I, I use virtual DJ. I, um, at one point, I sold all my equipment, man. I was, I was like in crazy debt. I was so broke um, because I went through a divorce. I think you guys remember Sarah, my ex-wife. Yeah. So we went through divorce and then um, had to do the right thing for money. So I sold everything, right? Wow. And then everywhere I went, if you had equipment, I knew how to DJ on it. YouTube University. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yep. I watched YouTube and I learned it. So every if you go if I went to a place and said, Do you have a house system? Well, like, yeah, we got a house system. You got a computer? I would plug in and I was good, man. Every free DJ program I have, every mm, nice. DJ program that's worth paying for, I have. So there's you can't say anything. I'm, I'm like, oh I use virtual DJ, oh I use Serato, oh I use Mixmeister, oh I use Tractor, I use all that stuff. But I did that just that no matter where I was at, I could work. So it was, you know, kind of like a what, no matter what, I got to keep it going type of deal. And that's where that came from. Now, what, what, what is your preference? Did you prefer like actual LPs or do you prefer like the digital stuff nowadays? Like, you don't, you're not having a record in your hand. You're just, you know, touching uh, different things. If I'm out in public, I prefer virtual DJ and a controller. Okay. If I'm at home and it's just like me trying to like woo side and you know just chill out and let oh, it be wow, my golf yeah. course, turntables all day yeah. because of the art, the vinyl, the feel, the, the vinyl, sound. Yeah. You just you can't you can't duplicate it. You know, even like touching a record, you just, it's just you can't. Nothing feels like it. Nothing yeah. feels like it. So even like now trying to get back in, in the turntablism, I got a guy named uh, Rich that I've been working with, uh, one of my good friends and mentors from Astro. And then a guy named uh, Fuego. Fuego is actually from New York. Um, so these guys, are, you know, we'll kick and then we'll put on the turntables and work it out. And I'm like, I'm so rusty, man, you know, compared to them. Um, and it's just, you know, the turntable is more like for stress relief. And then for, for, for form, performance wise, I love the controllers because it's just quick and easy. Yeah. And you can do the same things with it if you're good, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Do you use touch pads? Like to add extra beats and yeah, extra... yeah, man, yeah, 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 for sure. It, well, anything like um, that's probably one of my strongest points. Is I I do live remixes, so nice. live remixes, live mashups, yeah. you know, with yeah, the touchpads. Awesome. 
I'll make beats on the spot. They, they always think it's pretty cool because I guess a lot of guys don't do that. Right. But if you're trying to compete with, like with Tiesto and David Guetta and oh, yeah. you know <laughs> DJ Snake, absolutely. That's what they do, man. And they're the richest DJs in the world. So yeah. you're like, okay, well, the you richest DJ there. does yeah. it. Why won't you do it? Those guys are worth sixty million dollars, bro. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get there, absolutely. Yeah. Doing this. Work out those fingers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So is now you just mentioned uh, like three DJs. Is is there one that you actually? It didn't have to be them three. I'm just saying in general, a DJ that you like kind of look up to, or uh, every time I feel like oh, I God. talk to a um, like a drummer, the drummers have like their specific top five, and yeah. there's like yes X Y and Z. Uh, same thing yeah, with yeah. Uh, you know like singers or rappers. They always have their and I never I just thought yeah. of it right now. I'm like, wow, this is a DJ. I know Goose has like his preference for you know he has his top five barbers or whatever it is. Who, who, yeah. Who's your top yeah. five or whatever top one three? Number number one is Jazzy Jeff. Jazzy, there of course. Nice. That's awesome. the reason why you can listen to Jeff today. He still transforms and then his transitions are the same, but they're so smooth. That you you'll never get tired of it. If I did that, you'd be like, "All right, Q, do something different." But Je- when Jeff yeah. does it, it's just smooth. Yeah. And then there's this guy out of the UK. If you can, if you guys could Google DJ Raphael, this kid oh, is I heard of him. absolute. Oh, he's sick, bro. He's so sick. And then like his skill set was so good. Like when I first heard him, I was like, "Oh, he sounds like me." Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm yeah. like, "Oh, snap! He's better than me." You got to admit that, right? Yeah. And then the last one is um. Uh, a friend of mine out of D.C. Uh, when I first got to D.C., the guy named DJ Chris Styles. Uh, you know, white guy, super sharp, crispy, but he could mix like no other. So when I got to D.C., I was in the military. I was like, yo, Chris, I want to get down. I want to DJ. What's up, man? Can you put me on? He was like, oh, man, I don't really have time to mentor you. I said, you ain't got to mentor me. I know how to DJ. Can you put me on? And he goes like, okay, I-, I see what you said, man. And then he gave me a chance. He just kind of set me up with a gig somewhere. Uh, I mean, like, gave me a referral, like, no payment, no book, and I went in there and did my thing, and then after that, I started working. Uh, and Chris has done some really great stuff and some big-time stuff. You guys can Google Chris. He, he, he's a very successful DJ, but he kind of helped me get my foot grounded in D.C. Yeah, Chris Styles, Raphael, Jazzy Jeff, nice. for sure. That's nice. awesome. So uh, so what do you, what do you think of um, – two, two things. What do you think of the, the, the famous DJs? Right, because what we always hear uh, in the hip hop industry is like DJ Khaled and, and DJ yeah, uh, Knucklehead, yeah, yeah, whoever, yeah, 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 and then yeah. uh, DJ Paris Hilton, DJ. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Where people Great are claiming, what, what about people? Okay, so that's like a two part question. Like, how do you feel about that? And then, how do you feel about the people claiming to be DJs who really well, don't, aren't in the art? The first thing is like if you go back to the definition that definition.com get, gave us, I guess they're DJs. But um, to my opinion, Khaled probably really can DJ, uh, but he's a producer. Yeah. yeah, he makes great music, and then but that's part of DJ. Like I make beats too, but I don't consider myself a producer. I say I'm a DJ, so maybe he's yeah. doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of people. Um, let's say who's a DJ that you guys might not know. Q Tip from Tribe Called Twist. Yes. Yep. Nick Cannon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Jermaine Dupri. Great DJ. Jermaine Dupri's yeah. a great DJ. Um, who else is a great DJ that's a celebrity you guys might know? 
Yeah, but but uh, DJ Paris Hillen, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Man. I I know where you guys are at up in Philly, Jersey, in New York. There are a lot of female DJs. They're beautiful. Yeah, yeah. But when it comes to the skill set, I just they're, they're not touching Jeff. They may kick my butt, but they're not touching Jeff. No way. <laughs> no way. So no so going on going on that when you're saying like mixes and everything, um, I, I I'm I'm I, I'm a I love music. I'm very into it. I get it. Um, it, it, it's a stress reliever for me. But when it mm-hmm. comes to like the skill set of having an ear for certain things, you know, when you're picking up, when you know one song is transitioning to the next song, where I can pick things up that my wife can't pick up, and mm-hmm. I'm saying like, oh gosh, I was an awful transition. I'm, I'm sure I'm tearing up these the terminology here, but you know what I'm saying. When they're going from one song to another song, how you blend these two songs together, that's what I'm talking about when I'm saying transition. Yeah. Um, so when, when they're doing that, some of them are just awful where, not that I had the music ear, but I have an ear enough to realize that was a terrible blend. Yeah. Whereas my wife, she wouldn't even care. She's like, I don't care. That song's awesome. And she's just yeah. dancing away. Whereas to me, yeah. it shuts me down. I'm like, it just turns me off. Like, that was awful. Like, I can't even yeah. dance to this right now. Um, yeah. 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 And I know yeah. it sounds like snooty or something, but it's yeah. like, put time into this, people. Like, it's yeah. not that hard. You just go from like this crazy upbeat you know uh song to like this horribly like mixed like emo song you're like what is this guy yeah. doing right now and yeah. it's awful yeah. and genres yeah. are off yeah. beats are off everything so yeah. so what, what what's well, your what's your uh you know your view on that uh you said it bro it's practice you can always tell and this it's little things like basic things we're going to transition songs and like I always talk to DJs to make sure that I'm on point with this stuff because you will you will forget because like uh, the Bruno Mars song 24 Karat Gold yeah. super hot song but yeah. it, it starts off really slow yeah with that yes. long intro and then when the beat drops when the beat drops that's where you want to drop the heat yeah so if you don't know how to do that you have to fade down and fade in and then if you're going to bring in the the if you're playing track one, you're going to bring in track two. You have to kill one of those bass knobs. So if you got to kill, if you want to bring in that, I'm going to kill the bass on one and let the bass hit on two. Boom. So there's no crash. Yeah. Gotcha. And then the other thing, the other thing is this, like there's a rule of five. So if I have a song at 95 BPMs, I can mix it with a 100 yep. or a 90 and the crowd would never know the difference. Yeah. Gotcha. But if I drop a 128 or a 130, they're going to be like, yo, what the? What the? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It messes everything and, you know, up. That's what you're talking about. And guys yeah. do it all the time because they're not practicing. They think it's like, oh, I'm just going to get on here and play my my playlist. And it's all over the place. But stay yeah. in, stay within that five. And that's when you go to a party. They'll start at 95. This is how we do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then by the end of the night, you're like, tonight, give me all of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's a, it's a method to it, man. But, you know... Yeah. People are not, they don't practice, man. And you can tell right away. Now, you can tell right away. So, so we talked about transition style. Uh, well, it's more, it's a skill and, and, yeah. and fake DJs. What going on that? What is a pet peeve of yours in the DJ industry? Oh my God. If you can't mix, that doesn't mean you can't <laughs> DJ because you can be like, I do this sometimes depending on the crowd. Like, 
if I had you guys, I would probably try to mix for y'all because y'all know music. Y'all from up north, east coast. Y'all know hip hop. Like yeah. I can't yeah. fool you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's up, that's north east coast. But if I'm here, um, I'll do this. I'll be playing a song, and then just like remember the Black Street album. What we're gonna do now is go back, back in the time. Yeah, yeah I'll yeah, just yeah. stop the track, say yeah. something like that, then I drop like an old school banger. Boom. Mm-hmm. And then now me and the crowd are doing call and response. I'm like, y'all know this one? Y'all know this one? And you just keep docking banger after banger after banger until you can get your mixing back on point. And then you can always like, you know, you got this ear over here. You're trying to get your skills back up because sometimes you get off. And until you do that, you use your mic. What guys will try to do at a party, especially like a wedding or something, they'll just try to fix the mix live. And like the crowd is like, yo, what is he doing? Like you have to check yourself and admit that you're off. And you got to fix it, you know, yeah. and, but but guys don't do that because of their pride. They keep trying to fix the mix. Yeah. I'm like, man, you got to talk it out, you know, like step away from the free throw line, shake it off, then step back to the free throw line. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you know, it's super interesting because uh, uh, over the past, I guess it was like six months ago, we went to a uh, 80s versus 90s and, mm-hmm. and it was Bismarcky. Uh, he was in Philly and uh he did that between every song. He stopped playing music and would talk and mm-hmm. then drop, you guys know what this track is? And you're like, what in the world? Oh. But it was like he had that place jumping. I mean, Rocking. all yes. ages, all. It was the funniest crowd, wasn't it? That was it most was, interesting, yeah. I should say. Interesting crowd. That's from crazy, like too. Early 20s you know what to is like crazy? 50s. Yeah, it was yeah. nice. I. That's crazy because I got that from Biz Marquis at the event I was telling you about. That's oh, crazy. Really? He's yeah. still doing the same stuff. Wow. And I'm talking about that was this year, 2016. Yeah, he's what he looked like to me was a prof- like he's a professional. He's been there, done that. Cool, calm, collected. Like this is his thing, and he, yeah. you know, he's kind of a, he, he it. He, yeah. He doesn't. He looks like some somewhat of a goofball. If he's being interviewed, or they make him on, they make a beatbox on the spot, so he kind of acts kind of goofy. He was yeah. he was in the zone, and I, I was just like I was admiring like this is his craft, and he takes it extremely seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. could instantly tell he was in his domain. Yeah, absolutely. like he had yeah. full control over this nutty crowd. I mean, it was at the TLA, and it was just like nuts. Like I, I don't even know. Like you got it, you walked into this place, and it's like overwhelming. It was just like yeah. there's just so much stuff going <laughs> awesome. on, and he you could when he stopped the beat, you heard nothing. And then you know how he has like that deep raspy wow. voice, and then he just yeah. started yelling something. Y'all remember that? About boom, and he drops a beat, and the crowd was. And I said it was an interesting crowd because it was it was uh, the title of the whole night was '90s versus '80s. So you had like a 50 year old like guy who you could tell he was probably the man back in the day, but uh, still he still had like he looked like he was dressed like a b boy, yeah. yeah, with the big dookie chain on, and then you had like me and Manny, what? and then we're like dressed like kind of like you know clean cut preppy look, and then you had like like yeah. people like dressed in the hip hop era of like the 90s yeah. with like Reebok oversized classics on or oversized yeah. oh, that t-shirts. Great. That's like a great party though. Yeah. Yo, so when we had a blast, <laughs> it was it was, it was a good time. It was a good time. But I just yeah. said that to say this, he had complete control yeah. over like it which looked like uh like a crazy house and he had he had yeah. complete control. Let yeah, me, yeah, I yeah, yeah, that's like man so many DJs have told me this. You control the crowd. Don't let the crowd yeah. control yep. you. Right. Meaning, like, if I'm DJing for you guys, you know, we're doing, like, yo, IQ, I want to I want to have this event. I want to have this going on. I'm going to be like, all right, let's get, let's do it. Let's get it popping. And then, so we're expecting, 
like your fan base to tune in. But all of a sudden, we get 500 people from the Comic-Con convention want to come to your party. <laughs> yeah. And you're yeah. like, we got to switch it up. I'm like, nah, man, they got to rock out with us. And yeah. then you got to stick to the game plan, you know? Yeah. Yep. That's that's very key, man. That's crazy. So I'm glad yeah. Biz is still doing his thing, man. God, that's crazy. That's, awesome. that's what I got that from was Biz Marquis. <laughs> that's crazy. He's 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 that's found two crazy. nuggets. He's he, we've talked and he's literally talk, <laughs> yeah. talked about having the Macy contact. I feel, I feel like, like, man, we're, Biz we're, still we're, like, we're helping you talk <laughs> through some things today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Intervention. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, man, okay, all this stuff is starting to come full circle. <laughs> <laughs> Q, Q, I got a question for you. Um, when when you go to events that you aren't DJing, and I'm sure there are few and far between that people aren't asking you to actually DJ, but when you go, are you disturbed? Or are you listening, or are you critiquing, or are you just enjoying? Can you separate your profession and enjoy the party if you're not the guy, if you're not performing, so to speak? Great question. Uh, subconsciously, no. So, like, it's always on. Even, like, when I watch movies, I listen for the transitions for, like, the soundtrack. It's crazy. Where, like, I wait for the song to stop. And for like Ryan Gosling's voice to come in, like how they mix that sound. Yeah. So like I'm really into it. But if a DJ is good, like if I was at that party with Biz, I would have been just like on autopilot partying with you guys. But if we're at a party that DJ was whacking, I'd be like, yo, Jimmy Lee, what did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I guess like subconsciously, no. But if the guy is excellent, then it's like, okay, yeah, he knows what he's doing. I can just cut these ears off. And um, But you know what's funny? When I'm not DJing Manny, I like silence. It's so weird because I, I yeah. and this is the first time in my life that's been true. But because of the schedule now, um, I write in silence a lot, or I listen to a lot of like audio books now, um, yes. just to like me like take a break from it. It's crazy. That's an interesting question. I mean, I would say I would say the same thing to Goose, or ask yeah. the same thing to Goose. Yeah, how, and I say that how, on my way home from work, I just it's complete silence, or I'll call one of you guys because there's so much talking, so much going yeah. on at the shop, and so many different topics, and just like. You just want to just chill. You want your brain that's been fried all day. Yeah. So listening to so much different things. On my ride home, I just I call you guys. I call someone just to out of or just complete silence to drive home silent. So so are yeah. you too like how he was saying? You know he can enjoy a party or whatever if the music. Are you like because this is fascinating to me now. Like, do you go to the mall and just stare at, like, people's haircuts? No, I, see, I, I just observe. I see. Yeah, I do see it. And whoever's funny. with me, if they know, I'm like, I'll tell them. Because we always say something yeah, every once in a while. We're like, yo, mommy, yeah. yo, who cut my man? Yo, whose man's is this? <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Whose man's is this? Yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, I do do that. But, uh, Quinn, ask you a question. Um, When you're at a party, right, you're playing a banger. Then your next song yeah. comes on, and everyone's like, everyone that was dancing, they walk off the floor, and it looks uh. dead. What do you do? Because <laughs> this just happened. Oh, yeah. Do you, like, Yo, it, it shut happens that song? all the time. What, yeah. I, what I do, uh, it, some parties even start like that. We can drop the bangers and nobody's dance. Oh, uh, okay, um, yeah. And then you waste them. Like yeah, I guess I'm comfortable, man, because most times, okay, I'm going to ask your question first, then I give you an example of what happened yeah. last night. So if I do that, like um, I'm doing a party, and I was actually playing the Bruno Mars song, yeah. and I knew in my head where I was going to go next. So the girl comes up, she was like, yo, can I get Starboy? I'm like, yeah, I'll get it on for you. She was like, can you play it next? I was like, if I play it next, it's, it's just not going to go well. But it was her party, so I was yeah. like, all right, I'll play it next. Uh, and they cleared the floor out. Yeah. So... I uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to fix it. Yeah. And then I said, no. 
I'm going to let it ride. So I went over to her table and sat down with her and said, hey, what's up, guys? My name is Q. I'm the DJ. And Starboy's going on in the background. I'm like, you hear Starboy? She's like, yeah, thank you so much. I'm like, you see the dance floor? She's like, oh. I was like, that's what I was trying to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then exactly. when I came back out, the big, the biggest key, well, it may be different in Philly, but I doubt it. But the biggest key to fix one of those moments. Yeah. Goose is just to drop a line dance song. If you drop the wobble, oh yeah, 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 oh man, yeah, get your floor back. Like DJs hate to do it. I have, I'm like, okay, well, I just lost my floor. Oh, (laughs) drop the wobble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 the wobble. That's Manny's favorite song. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. That's awesome. That's great because um, we're we're um, well. First of all, we experience that all the time, and me and my brothers are into music and everything and that's one thing we always talk about is like dude do you not see everyone walked away like i get it because it's hard for our family because it goes from it transitions so we got well they'll play like the hip-hop uh new school stuff but then we have the spanish crowd so then they'll drop a salsa song which is fine it clears the young guys out and normally the older people get in and or you know it's a it's a variety of people that go in and also fine but then it yeah. I, that would ha- that is kind of hard for a dj because then he ha- he doesn't want to just play salsa or whatever spanish music all night so then he has to go back and then drop like another english songs so and that comes in so the floor is kind of constantly swapping in and out how do you handle something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what it is? That's like mixing, man. Because like I get the same thing too, and then I I have my I have my Spanish trigger songs, man. I know I know like yeah. if I drop Mark Anthony, they're gonna rock out. I'm yeah. Intuitive, they're gonna rock out. If I drop Suave Mente, <laughs> yeah, your classic. <laughs> now, do you mix so like you, you have those classic, and then after that, you got to go like safe Latino. You got to go like Pitbull. Yeah, yeah that's what I was gonna. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. You, like, you got to keep it safe. But if you, if you start if you start playing stuff like I love salsa, people they may know that they, yeah. they may not know it, you know. Yeah. Or if you drop like Tumba la casa, and I know it, but you yeah. guys know it, but the, the average Joe don't know that stuff. And DJs, we call it getting lost in the sauce, right? So I'm in this spot, this spot called Stars, and it's this guy called DJ Superman because he looks like Clark Kent. So like he wears a little curl thing and the glasses, and he drums it up, yo. This guy, it can be 85 black people in there, five <laughs> white people, and two Latino guys, and he will be and he'll be way over here playing like Russian hip hop. I'm like, what the <laughs> heck? What are you doing? And he was like, Oh man, well, you know, I, I got it last night. I got it, I got downloaded last night. This is that new new. I'm like, well, it's too new. Nobody knows it. You can't play that, you know? Yeah. Same thing with the Bruno Mars album. Excellent album, but no one knows it yet, so you really can't just drop it. Yeah. That dude's trying to break records. <laughs> yeah, he, I'm like, I'm like, I think, yeah, I think Bruno's got that covered, man. Just wait to play it, and then you'll be good. And then even like me, I, I man, sometimes I'll be in my head, I'm lost in the sauce, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna drop this raw bass. It takes two to make a thing go right, and everybody's gonna go crazy. And you be like. Boom, boom, cut, and then nobody reacts. You're like, oh snap! <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you get out of Q? How do you get out of that? Like, do you lose your mojo essentially? I know you see you call it getting lost in the sauce, but what do you do to bounce back from that? Like, are you just uh, searching or what happened? Oh my god, I'm giving you guys, I'm giving you guys all my secrets, man. But who cares? <laughs> <laughs> got a folder called Trigger Songs. So if I if I mess up, which I I do a lot, if I mess up, I go to my Trigger Song folder. 
Yo, if I play anything out of that folder, you're going to dance. It's just what it is. It's not yeah. going to be a mix, but that's yeah. how you get your crowd back. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on, you guys go out too. What's one of the? If you hear Usher, Peace, Look, A Town Down. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. That's automatic out there, yo. Yeah, and yeah, then like, you got to be like, all right, yo, you got to keep us. It's and my then, song. Oh my god, it's my song. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, Jimmy, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> this is this is another DJ trick. So uh, the first thing is to play for the ladies. If the, if the ladies are dancing, the fellas are going to dance with the ladies. Absolutely. If you got a mixed crowd, if I got black, white, Asian, Latino, I'm DJing for Latino. Yeah. I just, you guys are going to party. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that, reminds me of, that reminds me of a skit uh, Cat Williams did. And he was talking about, he's like, his damn Latinos know how to party, right? And he's sitting there. He says he's dancing in front in the front lawn. He's like half crying, like I just want to go home. Yeah. He's just still scooting <laughs> down. <laughs> About five o'clock in the morning, the next day, we're still dancing down the front lawn. Uh, that's yeah, hysterical. man. <laughs> it's always like that too. Oh man! All right, so let let's transition here. Let's talk business, right? Okay. So we have my brother Goose, small business owner of uh, Miguel's Riverside Barbershop, right? Who now mm-hmm. has an app for his clients to book appointments. All right, Goose is for you. Can you tell us how you came up with this method and why? Um, well, first of all, you guys know my shop isn't the biggest shop. Like, it's small. It's a small, like, narrow shop. And it would be packed with, like, 30 people at a time. And some people were outside, some people out front. People Standing waiting, room only. People waiting two hours. Ooh. So we had to figure something out. Yeah. So we went to, like, appointment only. So we're cutting hair, phones ringing off the hook, cell phone, shot phone, and we're writing stuff down, but we're taking away time from cutting hair. Yeah. So I had to well. figure something out where like, I'm not in the budget to hire a receptionist to do that. So yeah. I'm trying to figure something out that'll like accommodate everyone as they're setting appointments. So I, I know like some of the top barbers like in the industry and some of them have apps. So I went to... Uh, there was like a, a a barber convention, and usually like the night before the convention, like all the top dogs in the in the industry, they get together, or whatever. So this time it was at a, a DSG Danny Garcia's barbershop in a Philly. So I went there and I met this and Danny's shop. They have an app. So I went there and I'm I'm talking to the barbers. I'm like, yo, how do you guys do this app thing? The one barber ears. He's like, yo, that's the guy right there. That's the guy you want to talk to. He's the one who created the app. Oh. So I. I Start talking to him, whatever. We start talking. We put like numbers and stuff together, and um, dude, he 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 created my app, which was like the easiest thing. It took like f- four weeks to do all the legalizations wow. with like Apple, Amazon, or Apple and um Android or whatever. Yeah. Um. So now it's like so convenient. I'm just working. I'm cutting away, and my phone will get a text message that someone booked an appointment. All that. and I get it all 24 hours a day, dude. At one o'clock in the morning. So I had to set my phone so when the app gave me like notification, yeah, I had to put it on silent. So I just see them now. Right. I don't even get them, but it just makes it more organized. Like a lot of people are are busy. Like I don't want someone that's just like, oh, I, I need a haircut right now. Let me go in the shop. Yeah, like that's that's that was that was our biggest issue. Like people were just like last minute cutting. Yeah. So our busiest days used to be like. Thursdays, but definitely Friday and Saturday, and it'd be like crazy overwhelming. Yeah. So now all the appointments from Saturday, Friday, they're getting booked. People are going to Thursday. People are going to Wednesday. So now oh, all wow. week from Tuesday through Saturday, it's level. It's it's equal all week long. So I'm not going to work stressed out. Like I'm gonna be here freaking for like 12 hours. Not yeah. you know what I mean. And then on a Tuesday, sitting there just doing a couple of cuts and then leaving early. Yeah. So now all week long, it's easy. 
I know what I'm doing. And the type of people that are setting up appointments are more responsible type people. So they're like setting their, their life schedules through, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's it just made it wow. so much more convenient for all of us, me and the barbers. And it just, it was just so much easier. So the quality, that's, that's interesting. I guess that was like a beautiful default of, uh, you know, having the app is the quality of your clientele went up, yeah, obviously, because nat- it's yeah. naturally a more organized person. Yeah. Uh, and 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 the the one thing that you didn't mention was um, you're able to actually take a lunch. Oh well, yeah. I can now. I can, yeah, throughout yeah. that time, I block off that lunch time, and now I can people couldn't s- believe that you had to, you had to stop and eat. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I I cut hair, and then all of a sudden, like I'd have food. I'm like, yo, can I eat this real quick? And they're like, yo, I, I've been here for two hours. I'm like, well, I gotta eat, yo. I gotta fuel myself up to keep going. Yeah. They would get so mad. Yeah. So then, like, wow. obviously, I would get like customers, like family or people that I knew I can sit down eat real quick right before then they wouldn't mind but yeah some people would be like you know uh, i'm on time I'm like well you're not on a time frame because you've been here for two hours so but now i can block <laughs> off now i can block off a certain time during the day actually have a lunch or whatever and then get back to work no i get it every time i walked in there around that time i was always lunchtime. whether it was yeah he two, was manny 11, was always my lunchtime. time five, so i seen like a family soon as member saw a family member, i was like oh here we go dude that's all family member coming i'm like good i can eat that snack or i can eat <laughs> something right right before them because they ain't gonna say nothing that's <laughs> wow yeah but wow. now and then now it's like now that the holidays are going now i can manage my time so like my last appointment will be like at six o'clock in the evening so like i i extend it so i have like a like a preferred customer list, like they've been with me for a while. I add them on like at the end of the day and just keep going. I just made my appointment for Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely late. (laughs) But I can add people on now. Support, support. (laughs) So I can add people on the end of the day and just keep my day going. But if if I want to, I can stay till midnight if I wanted to. I can control my time. Now I can actually, for the first time, I have control of my time. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, like I can leave whenever I can. Now my daughter, she's into like a lot of things like gymnastics, dance, whatever. Now I can like, I know in a month in advance she has like a, a show to do. I can block that day off and no one's gonna bother me. No one's gonna come to the shop. Oh, where's Miguel? Where's Goose? Oh, where's, uh? you know what I mean? They, people that are coming, they're set as an appointment so they don't have like, there's no excuse, you know? Yeah. So, so, wow. so t- talking about booking and stuff like that, Quinn, I want to turn it back to you. What, uh, right. you know, what booking methods you use? I know you had mentioned, a, you know, a couple um, uh, agencies that you're with, but what kind of, you know, booking uh, methods you use and, and what's the key to staying booked in your opinion? Uh, I've, I've done like a gig salad, um, thumbtack and all those things. Um, success has been, I don't know, 20%. Um, and then, uh, social media, a lot of promo goes out there. Um, but I'm still, believe it or not, the, uh, still, man, because I have the time to do it. I, you know, I get dressed really nice and I go to venues that have regular functions and then I do, I still do a presentation, you know, whether it's on my smartphone or my computer, uh, hey, how you guys doing? Um, can I speak to the venue manager? You go right to him, and then off dressing appearance alone, it's already half half the battle is won. Yeah. Um, but the most effective for me has been Wedding Wire, which is a website for you know for a wedding talent, and then um, word of mouth referrals. And what I do is like if uh, let's say if Goose cuts my hair, at the end of the haircut, I'm like, hey man, can I write you a review somewhere? Like, can I post a review like viral, like on the internet somewhere? To help you get some traffic, 
And then I do that for customers. And so in turn, when I do events, I always, at the end of every event, I take my camera, I ask for a review, and then I ask for permission. I'll post it in the right places. And if it's someone notable, I always get referrals off of that too. That's genius. No, seriously, that's genius. Right at the end, I ask for a little 30-second, hey, he was cool type of thing. Yeah, nice. I mean, that might be something you can yeah, think about implementing. Obviously, yeah. people are walking billboards of, but there's so many barbers, there's so many DJs, right? Yeah. You know, you got to set yourself yeah. aside, uh, apart. I'm sorry, you got to yeah. set yourself apart from, you know, the masses. Yeah. And those are the little yes. things. And that's when detail comes into play. Yeah. His app, your videos that you're showing, the, the way you're promoting this stuff. Um, yeah. You know, someone the other day asked me for a business card, and I was still fascinated how relevant that question still is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, still, yeah. how many people do you walk into that have a business card? And this yeah. was something that was talked about yeah. for years and year, 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 year. So I think that's a, that's another Cat Williams. Uh, oh my gosh. Why is Cat Williams <laughs> on my line right now? It is. It yeah, is. it is. The Ludacris song. It was a Ludacris song. Is yeah. the intro of a Ludacris song in the video. I forget what it was. Do you, yeah. Does anyone remember? I forget. But yeah. anyway, he's like here. He's like in front of the chalkboard, like one of those like moving it, chalkboards. Like here, near, 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 near. Does it roll out? I can't think of what that is. It's a classic, ludicrous song, though. That's hilarious. We'll figure it out by the end of the show. Somebody's gonna <laughs> scream it out loud. <laughs> so, so, um, you know, so what's what's in your opinion? We have the app. We have videos. We have business cards. So what what do you guys think? Um, you know, is the best way to make a name for themselves. And I know you kind of touched on this before, Quinn, about uh, talking about social media. And Goose, yeah. me and him always are always having conversations about promotion, about and um, <clears throat> we have, you know, we're going back and forth on, you know, quality of cameras now that people yeah. are using yeah. to show the quality of the haircut Detail. that they're giving their clients. So yeah. it's not yeah. just this blurry cheap Nextel phone that someone's taking a, you know, a picture of. <laughs> Nextel. <laughs> You're right, man. You're absolutely right. I, I uh, Well, just like you, Jimmy Lee, with your music. Or, you remember when you first started marketing uh, for JimmyLeeVelez.com? Yes. I, you know, you did the pictures and the photo shoot and the background, the lettering and the font. I was like, yo, everything is like really clean. Like, yeah. I'm like, he's thinking about every little thing. And I'm like, okay. I need to I I need to do the same thing because I would literally I was posting cell phone videos and all this crazy mm. stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I was like, no, I got to get a camera, even if it's like buying a phone specifically that has a nice camera. Yeah. yeah, I did that. And then like if I go to Instagram and Jimmy Lee, you do it too. Like your marketing is phenomenal. Like, everything's black and white. I yeah. get it. Yeah. So I had to take time and, and filter my stuff and like you know kind of make it look like I had an HD camera when yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did all that stuff, man, and it's like. It, it really does matter because, um, well, dude, let's just keep it real. Saturday, I was supposed to DJ for Air Force One. Wow. It was this big fiasco, and nice. I didn't end up, I couldn't do it because um, part, of the part of the contract agreement was not met. So as much as I wanted to do the party, I was like, I can't do it because in business, like your number's your number. You can't absolutely you can't yeah. get off your number. Yeah. And so I told him no, but I said, you know what? No, I got a long history with you guys. I'm gonna give you a referral. This referral is this guy's from Queens, New York. 
he runs circles around me on the ones and twos. You hear me? Yeah. <laughs> but because his website was cheesy, they didn't book him. Wow. Wow. It definitely is all about and, presentation. And like, yeah. Yeah, man. And then like, I, and I, I called back. I'm like, yo, this guy's great. He kind of showed me some stuff. He, I'm telling you, he's an exceptional DJ. And it was like, I went to his website and looked that great. And they, <laughs> Jimmy Lee, I don't even have a website. I don't even have a website. They right. they compared my Facebook to his website and still wanted me. Wow. wow. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. That and is like, crazy. Business card? Is. I, 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 that was Saturday, bro. And I was like, you know, and when people ask me all the time, do you have a business card? I haven't had a business card in way too long. When I have them, I don't give them out. Because, like, if Goose, if I would have met you or Manny, if I would have met you outside of Jimmy Lee or any of you guys, yeah. man, this is me. Like, if I if I have a connection, I'm like, I'll put myself on that. What's your number, bro? Yeah. And I'm getting yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Yep. Like I said, you know, the audience you have. Yeah. 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 So, but, you know, I get it. I, I'm probably going to order some business cards because when I, when I saw the question, you made me think Jimmy Lee. And I was like. It's probably still important to some people, like my mom's age and above. Yeah, and then yeah, I, yeah, I do exactly. want that. Yeah, I do want that clientele. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and that that goes with me. Like the older crowd in the barbershop, like they don't they don't use the app. They still call, but I don't mind a call every uh, once in a while, and I can book it and set it up. Yeah. But they're old school. They don't have the app. They don't yeah. even have a smartphone, or they don't know how to use it really. Yeah, oh, so I still true. I still take those phone calls in, and we'll we'll set it up with whatever. But like. It's such a small crowd that it doesn't bother me. Not like yeah. before. Yeah. The the coolest yeah, uh, the the coolest um card that I've seen it was a bottle opener, the one that my coworker has. Yeah, it's cool. It's uh his business card. It's whatever his business is called, and then it's uh it's a bottle opener. So you always have wow. that, and when you hand it off to someone, oh here, let me pop my my drink opener. I need to pop up. They look at it like, what is this? And it's a business card that has his information on there. And people look at it and read it like, oh, that's pretty interesting. It's pretty yeah. cool. So I mean, it, I guess it goes yeah. through all different crowds and stuff like that. So that yeah. that was one yeah. of the coolest ones I've seen. I don't know. I remember um, is, the the barber cool. shop that uh, Goose first started out at. He he the. His, the owner would hand out combs yeah, and little, it had little combs, yeah. you know the barbershop name on it with the phone number on the other side uh, yeah, it was like yeah, those yeah. classic combs that no one really ever yeah, used yeah, yeah. but I it used was it. still used it to brush your mustache yeah uh, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like add a pillar so uh but that's hilarious uh, uh, what one pet peeve i do have of and what quentin what you're pointing out you're saying like oh you had the uh, the crisp lines in your pictures and you thought about everything and that that's actually you're the first person to actually pointed that out to be honest with you because it's crazy oh, yeah. how much time i put into all these little things and it's they just see like you know people just see like the one big blurb and that's it you could ask my wife there's picture after picture after font after font hour after hour we pick just to pick a single little cover you know what i'm saying with the perfect oh, yeah. font with the perfect photo with the perfect yeah. not that it's perfect but perfect to us um, well, I can I can tell, man, because when I met you and Manny, you guys were playing ball all the time. Yeah, you guys are always hooping, and I'm like, yeah. okay, this dude, I like Jimmy looks totally different, man. I'm like, yeah. yo, and I was like, he did that on purpose, and I, I had to think about it because like when I talked to you on the phone, you're the same guy. Yeah, yeah. But I said, I'm like, I'm like, he's marketing, he's marketing. Yeah, exactly. And then um, like currently, that's what I'm doing. It's like, man, I'm 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 duplicating you on that because. If you look at my stuff, a lot of a lot of times I got a hat on or a hoodie. You know, I'm being me. Yeah. And then the other side of people are like, oh well, you know, what about this type of stuff? I'm like, yeah, I do that too. Because if you if you come to a show, I wear a suit. 
Right. But when I'm at Walmart, man, it's jeans and Timberlands. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it's so interesting. I and I mm-hmm. what, one of the things that like I want to say with you know what you were saying was picking out the font. You have like a message. All my Instagram is just black and white. It's, just, it's different, and it, it's going to grab your attention because it's separating yourself from. That's what I'm saying. It's you're in a sea. You're in an ocean. How are you gonna? How are you gonna be the clownfish? You know what I mean? Yeah. How are you gonna be Nemo? Well, yeah. <clears throat> one of the worst things you can do is use go on these websites to buy a business card and then use a stupid template that they have. Yep. That is the absolute most careless thing I see. If you hand me a business card, I'm not even kidding you. With all due respect, I'm going to put that in my pocket. Like, this dude, if, if you don't care enough about your business to just customize be creative, it, be yeah. creative. All you did Make was pick. You. And then people will pick the same backgrounds. It's like, it has like a little money emblem or like the at emblem. You know, when internet uh, internet yeah. marketing first came out, people were like, the little at emblem was like fading into the, the sky. It was like, guys, oh, yeah. are yeah. you kidding yeah. me right now? Uh, yeah. Or that's like the website still blasted on the back of it or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Or, or, or it's like a business card made out of like regular printing paper. Um, Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've gotten that before. It's like a, the, it's like the size of a business card, yeah, but it's like regular paper they cut up on a on the on the paper cutter. At don't work. get it wet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Putting your pocket in crumbles. You board, little pull this piece of paper down. That's my business card. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Uh, all right. So so let's wrap it up with a couple questions, and uh, they may not be the most simplest questions, but um, okay. What does success mean to you? And uh, once you define that, the road to success obviously isn't an easy trip. What drives you? All right. What does success mean to me? Providing for my family 100% doing what I choose to do. Mm -hmm. No doubt. So, so like, for me, it's been DJing for the past, whatever, 17 years. Minus 40 is whatever that is. Um, 23 <laughs> years. Good God, man. And then, um, so doing that, but now it's transitioning into, I've been getting offers to do like leadership training and, you know, coming in to speak to organizations on uh, motivation and all that stuff. So that's going to be like the new thing that I, I've been, I've been doing it for about, I guess, a year now. So now we're going to go mainstream with it. Uh, so with DJ and the speaking part, that's going to be, you know, pretty cool. Um, but, to take care of my daughter with it, man, it's it's like it's like the thing. It's like okay, it's about her. This is that's really the pushing motivating point, and then um, that's what it means to me. You know, take care of my family one hundred percent. And I think it's an obligation. Like once you have kids, once you have kids, you have got you you've got to you got to be successful. Mm. Yeah. So so your son, daughter is whatever. Like for you, so for, for for Champ, man, you know, Jimmy Lee, I know sometimes you may be tired, but you got Champ right there, so you're not going to quit. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, that and that, that, yeah. was, that was one of the other things, um, you know, speaking about, you know, Goose and, and you, being an entrepreneur father, being an entrepreneur is one thing, but I say entrepreneur uh. father because you, we have the, you know, the responsibility outside of what we're doing and and yeah. being an entrepreneur in general is tough people don't they don't 
they they say okay so you put in a lot of work for you know a certain amount of time and now you're just reaping the benefits cool. and it's, it's a continuous thing it's not like yeah. work it's not work it's mm-hmm. it's the biggest misconception is you don't understand yeah. you go in you clock out and you go home and then you just you do whatever you want to do an yeah. entrepreneur is constantly constantly thinking constantly doing stuff constantly it's it would never leaves a brain so the the hardest yeah. thing i think is separating uh, work from, you know, like yeah. the family life. So the entrepreneur father, I mean, you know, you know, yeah. h- how do you do it? It's, uh, it's definitely tough. And I have to, I have to give myself reminders, talking to you, uh, watching you, watching the guys here on rotated views and then guys like us. Um, so I do uh, just a couple little things. And this one really, when you, when you sent me this, bro, this one like really struck a chord with me because, Let's just get transparent, man. Forget it. Um, I've done it right. I did it wrong. I'm doing it right. I did it right when Sarah and I was together. I did it wrong. That's why we're divorced, and I'm doing it right, and that's why I'm a good father. So Mm -hmm. each hour has 60 minutes. I work for 50 minutes. I give 10 minutes to my family or to myself. I work for 50 minutes. I give 10 minutes to Skype my daughter or, you know, just to uh, whatever that thing is, I'll step outside and have a glass of water and then I'll plug back in at the top of the hour. Yeah. I, that's new for me, bro, because I was the guy just to rock it. Like when I got off work from my job at five, I would work until my body couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is like, Jimmy Lee, what you have to do is talk to everybody at that table and me and ask us what makes you different, successful, for someone else is doing the same thing. So you can realize that you have accomplished some things at this point because we never realize what we've accomplished until we talk to our boys. Mm. Yeah. You're like, dude, are you tripping? You got a house, man. Come on, man. You got a job, man. Come on, man. You got a business. You got a book. You got a website. And you're still going like, no, I'm not there yet. I, I got the same disease, man. And the last thing is this, is uh, I will stop everything I'm doing to put my hands to put my hands on things that I love. Mm. Yeah. No matter like, oh my goodness, I'm supposed to even with this with this podcast, man, like eight o'clock. I'm gonna get started at seven fifty. I promise you, man, it, if the if 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 the situation was different, you would have got a text saying, Jimmy Lee, I can't go on to eight fifteen. I gotta go cook oatmeal for my kid. Yeah. I'm that dad. Yeah. I'm yeah. that dad. And then fathers understand, you know. Most fathers. That's where Daddy Gang came from. Daddy came, Daddy Gang came from talking to you, talking to a friend named Douglas Austin out in um, California, talking to Scott and watching you guys because I knew you guys. When, I, when we all met, nobody had kids. Yeah, none of us had kids. Yeah, and we were like we were like all over the place, crazy fanatic. And then once I saw, <laughs> once I saw you change, bro, and I like man, and and then this dude this dude was watching me. With my kid, he was like, I'm watching you, bro. You always working, you always doing something. And he would see me across the street and he'd be like, Daddy Gang. I'm like, Yo, what the heck is Daddy Gang? He's like, You're Daddy Gang. <laughs> <laughs> I would be in the grocery store with a grocery cart and I'd be like, Oh my God, I'm shopping at 10 in the morning. He was like, Daddy Gang. And then I got it. And it started hitting. I was like, oh, Okay, Jimmy Lee's Daddy Gang. I'm like, oh, Okay, Goose is Daddy Gang. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And so now I say, You know what? We hear so much stuff about guys not doing it right, but there are so many examples of people doing it, doing it right. You know, guys do it wrong. Guys do it right is what I'm trying to say. Like if I go to your page, Jimmy Lee, I see positive, positive. Sometimes you'll kick our butt with what you say. You'll get a little hard, but I like it like that. 
and then it's your family. Boop, boop, boop. That's that's what you get. Yeah. I'm like, oh, he 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 ain't BSing, man. He's a hundred percent about his family. His wife is kid his business. He, he's not playing around. And I'm like, okay, I respect it for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's the that's that's also uh, it shows it shows a balance uh, not only to myself and reminds myself, but uh, to other people when when you have a platform and and you have to ask yourself every single day what am i doing it for or who is watching you have you have to understand you as a dj goose as a barber heck manny gabe myself we we are here and we're not it's it's kind of what you pointed out which made me just like step back and think again we don't realize the power that our lives are how powerful our lives are, not only just to ourselves, but the influence that we're, we're bestowing upon the people around us. And yeah. with, with social media, it has allowed us to reach boundaries. We'd have never normally, you know, hit that our parents yeah. couldn't, you yeah. know, come close to impacting, to be honest. Right. Yeah. I mean, they couldn't, they impacted, they had a powerful impact, but I'm saying we're, we could hit multitude of, of numbers beyond, you know, measure, uh, with the internet. And so yeah. here's a platform. They give it to you, but it's a matter. Of what are you doing with it, right? Are we yeah. are we just wasting it? Yeah. Are we not applying it? Are we not using yeah. it? That's just not to say that another pet pe- uh, a pet peeve of mine is is when someone just demolishes, you know, their social media account. It's a personal account, but it's all business. Where that that's oh, why it's like wow. that that that's Light brutal. Bulb. Yeah, that's brutal. Light bulb. Um, wow. Or, or vice wow. versa. So, uh, wow. yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. You just, I, I just feel like we pay, if you pay attention, this is going to go back to this, 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 this podcast is called T, uh, keep it moving, but we're going to, we should probably rename it to like in the mass ocean, what are you doing to separate yourselves? And it's in the details. It's the small things. It's the mm-hmm. little things that yep. you're doing that believe it or not, people are paying attention to regardless if you get the feedback because a lot of the times that album's been out for a year and a half and it's the first time i got feedback on the font that i used on the on the lettering of the the album so it's somebody's paying attention it just doesn't mean that they're not giving you feedback it's like me and goose go to to places well we're family obviously so we're all going to the same places and i will get i'll I'll post a video about the podcast i'll put on all this stuff about the podcast Nobody would like it or say comment or nothing. We go to parties yeah. and people are pulling us inside. I love your podcast, man. I listen every yeah. week, bro. He witnessed yeah. it. He saw it. People are co- everywhere, yeah. anywhere in yeah. Bristol that I go to at this point, that someone asked me about it. Um, yeah. And it, and it's yeah. it's funny because I'm like, why why are you liking it? Why aren't you yeah. sharing it? Why? It's funny because on Friday Saturday I was at the Nishamani Mall. Somebody came up to me. He's like, "Yo, what's up? Heck, what's going on? Uh, yo, you guys are awesome on the podcast. Yeah, I always, I always try to come in and give you guys a shout out and stuff like that. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> Scott Tennyson. He gave, uh, was like, yeah, 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 I always try to get yeah, in there and get that yeah. shout out. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. it's so funny that like when you see the actual person when they say shout, like they're saying what's up on the podcast, like or, or on the live feed that you're doing. Yeah, he's actually meaning that because yeah. in person he's like, yo, you guys are doing a good job and this and that. So it's like. It's awesome yeah. that they they're actually sincere about the whole thing, not like some people are like, oh, oh yeah. yeah yeah good job, and then they see you on the street and they're like yeah yeah whatever. No, but he's yeah. you know like yeah. some people are like actually sincere yeah. about it and they're they're like happy for you. Yeah, but that's what it is. Wow. It's, like the, it's people like the it's called the, the silent majority. It's like people yeah just consume it and just keep on going. Right. One of my it's friends true. even said the same thing. It was like, oh I like what you're doing, but I didn't want to say anything because I thought it'd be weird. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you're telling me you like what I do? What you just yeah. said is weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, like 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 two things with that man. Like I tell you guys this because I already know it's going to be successful because uh, well, Jimmy Lee. One thing you guys don't know is that because a lot of people reach out to me for that. Like what you're giving to the world, people reach out to me for it. But I don't consider myself doing it yet because I don't have those social platforms set up to give it to the masses. So I've been sending people to your page. I'm like, here, I got a friend named Jimmy Lee. Go to his page. He's a lot of great content. It'll keep you positive and keep you going. And I don't even tell you that I do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I send my sister awesome. to your page, other, like these other young guys. I'm like, I just don't have time, bro. But like, if, you, if you're serious about getting some positive in your life, check out Jimmy Lee's page. Mm-hmm. Now, whether they have or not, I don't know. And then um, Jay-Z said this to me. He said he had to become a millionaire before anyone in his family bought a record. That's wow. interesting. Wow. That's it- very interesting. And then the, the, uh, the last thing is this, man. Um, the thing about you guys is that, like, for you, all you guys that got families, man. So, like, if you're a business owner and you're like, okay, like, right now you guys are doing your podcast, right? Yeah. Somebody's watching the kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So don't, for, don't <laughs> I hope forget so. that. And then, like, just... <laughs> Just, just take a day and be like this. Be like, you know what? I got the kids today. And be like, what? Yeah, I got the kids. Here, take the keys, take the car, take the wallet. I got the kids. Do that, bro. Yeah. I'm telling you. It's clutch. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a game changer. So, I mean, we got advice for everybody over here, right? Yeah, we got advice for the... Uh, the entrepreneur father, the go-getter, small business owner. You put it all together, the Rotated Views podcast, specifically episode number 37. We're showing people how to really keep it moving. Yes, uh, all right, well, so. Man, thank you guys so much, man. This has been great, really great. I appreciate your time, man. Absolutely. All right, so we're going to close the episode number 37, keeping it moving with two quotes, one by Yoko Ono and Zig Ziglar. First by Yoko Ono, DJs are an incredible competition, musically, and they are the most musically creative and sensitive people in all music charts. I am amazed how they are. That says a lot, actually. Wow. That was, um... Thank you. Wow. And then Zig Ziglar. May his soul rest in peace. I love Zig Ziglar, man. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Honesty and integrity are by far the most important assets of an entrepreneur. Yes. This guy, between Zig Ziglar and uh, Jim Rohn, I mean, these guys are constantly dropping mm. bombs. So, all right. So, Quentin, thank you so much yeah. for joining us. We really do appreciate that. That was fantastic time we had today on uh, episode number it, 37. Man. Now, you say that you you know you're you're in Virginia. You, most of your gigs are out in DC yeah. area, but we know that you're mobile. So how can people reach you? How can they book you? How can they connect with you uh, to get more information about you know DJ Quentin Floyd? Wow. Well, I'm absolutely crazy, man. So let's just do this, all right? So first of all, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I go by Floyd the DJ, right? So that's my DJ name, Floyd the DJ. It's a little flip. Um, so just you know, look there. Um, I do have a website. They're just not launched yet. I got some more pictures and fonts to go through to fix. And I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm going to launch those here. I'm going to launch those on those social media sites so you can find out what I'm going to name it um, you know, on the front side of the house. And then um, besides that, man, whoever wants can give me a call, you know, 301-801-9756. You know, take a message, we'll call you back. And then um, the last thing, for national shows coming up, anything national. Um, I'm going down to Orlando to rock out for the Orlando Magic uh, next month. 
And then in March, I'm coming to Ohio to rock out for the Arnold Schwarzenegger Classic in Columbus. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Nice. So th- those are the two things, man. I'm so blessed to have those two events. And uh, I've been, you know, practicing for that type of stuff. But uh, just social media, man, I'm always over there running my mouth. So that's where my spot is. You can find me at. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Whenever you're in Philly, hit us up. Let us know. Yeah, man. We, we yeah, man. Down, you know, man. You, you know what? I don't think you guys knew, but I had a cousin that played for the Eagles, man, a couple of years back. Oh, wow. Really? His, yeah. his, his, he looks like it Dawkins, was it wasn't man. the Sean Jackson was it because we're trying to get him back because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he isn't wise. No, you, you guys, no, you guys called him alligator arms. You guys are so mean to my cousin, man. Yeah. <laughs> Todd Pinkston, man. Todd, Todd Pinkston, oh, yes. Wow. Yes, Todd Pinkston. Wow, that's classic. You remember when he was trying to catch the ball and then like, he drew up? Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. Bring him back now. But yeah, next time I'm in Philly, man, I think I, I may be up there before I go to Ohio uh, in March. I would d- Jimmy I'll let you know, and man, you know, let, let all the guys know, man, from Heck to Manny yeah. um, to Goose, man, I would love to just come hang out with you guys for a little bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's good, man. For sure. All right, so there you have it, folks. Keep it moving. In this episode, we have guest father and Floyd the DJ. Uh, we discuss business endeavors, the definition of success, tips for people operating or interested in small business, entrepreneur fathers, and advice for the go-getter. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Yoko Ono and Zig Ziglar. Thanks again for joining us. Guys, don't forget to visit the website jimmyleevelez.com follow the blog if you have any inquiries or questions you would like for us to answer on a future episode uh, just email us at info at jimmyleevelez.com and on behalf of myself and the rest of the crew we wish you massive success and until next time adios the rotated views podcast was produced for self-development purposes thank you for the love and support we truly do hope you enjoyed the views